All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Let's go. It is time for Barn Burner here on a in Calgary. It is a rainy Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's uh, we're fine. It's fine. We'll deal with it. It's all good because you know what? Huh. You know what we have to do today. Today, men. Need to get your helmets on. <laughs> because it is earmuffs fucking game day. Mm. That's right. Calgary Flames kick off the season tonight at home against the Winnipeg Jets season opener. We're going to be a Greta tonight. Get your tickets if you haven't already. Go to our uh, go to nationgear.ca. Go to the events thing and you'll find it in there. Parties, I think is what it's called. You get the, and either way. Or you could probably just show up at Greta tonight and we'll let you in. But we're going to have a little uh, little get-together, a little soiree, our, our season opening watch party tonight. Chance for you to win outdoor game tickets, this sort of thing. And uh, maybe a special guest. Could you be uh, joining us, are we going to have those Backland Captain football jerseys available for sale? Because, I mean, it's been Enjoy viral them. response. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Are those on nationgear.ca? Because they're pretty. Just a Greta tonight. Did you yeah. overnight them to your house? <laughs> no, like, I'm not sure. I'm sure. It's who you know. Wolverine's here. Maybe we got a box of those. Well, maybe, if, maybe. If we do, they'll be at Greta tonight. So we'd love to see you at Greta. The game is at eight. We'll be there before, during, after that whole thing. Join us. And uh, we got uh, some swag bags. And we got food. And we got drinks. Got arcade games. We're gonna have a hell of a time tonight. Heck of a time over at Greta, and we'd love to see you. We have an update there. as well. Oh, do you? Um, our buddy at Greta, he's, he knows about the Nugget Challenge, and he said, yeah. "Look, I don't want to ram this round peg in a square hole, 
what event do we need to do to get Pinder to eat the 42 nuggets? And you were kind of a little down on it being tonight mm -hmm. at the watch party. So uh, you, we're going to, we're going to get you connected here. We're going to, we're going to get Perfect. all the, the minds in the room together and figure out this uh, monstrosity. Okay. I like that. Too many nuggets. Because yeah. I know you weren't super keen on tonight. Too, There's much, going going on on. Tonight. too much going on. It gets lost in the yeah. sauce, man. There's yeah. too much going on tonight. I agree, Retro. Hey, uh, let's uh let's not wait make our next guy uh, wait. He's one of our Good valued, one of our treasured guests. We go to the insider hotline, a presentation of TELUS. Enter to win one of six monthly prizes, including tickets to Calgary hockey games and awesome tech like AirPods, Apple Watches, and more. No purchase necessary. All you have to do is fill out a quick survey to enter for yours. And your chance to win, go to www.telus.com slash Flames Contest. We go to the Insider Hotline presented by TELUS and say hello to Jamie McLennan, who joins us. Noodles, how are we doing there, fella? Uh -huh. Not too bad. How's everybody today? Well, I mean, game one, everything's great. Yeah, I agree. I think it's amazing. You know, like think about it. It's the fresh start for everybody. Like, uh, you know what? Clean slate, no matter what you did last year, no matter what you did in the preseason, it's about game one and going, hitting the ground running. So we'll see. And you know what? Always tomorrow is going to be overreaction Thursday. Whether right. If a guy gets a hat trick tonight, the guy, well, he's going to score 70. If a guy, if a goalie gets pulled, they're like, this guy's going to be a disaster all year. So it's, uh, I'm excited. I watched the games last night. It was nice to kind of get back into the groove, but uh, looking forward to, you know, watching a, a lot of games tonight. I will be couching it later. Nick Paul this and uh, Braden Pointer on pace for 240 points, Noodles. I mean, they're loving life in Tampa today. This is going to sound like a shot, um, but did you ever get to play in a season opener in your NHL? Career? I did. I you? did, okay. yes. Uh, it's not a shot. It's not a shot. We all know where I ended up in my career. But uh, uh, I did. I for I think it was 1995 after the lockout, I was the starting goalie for the Islanders. So we came back in January. I started that home opener. And I remember being terrified not only to play, but terrified when you're coming out the introductions. If you step on the ice and you, you eat it, like, I remember thinking, I think it was myself and Tommy Soderstrom, or no, Tommy Sallow, and Sallow ate it after me. So it was <laughs> like, on. oh, yeah, it's tough. But those are, it's one of your yeah, worst nightmares. Yeah, it's funny. Like, you, you, not even that you give up six that night, because it probably happened as well. But it was more like you, nowadays, can you imagine walking on the ice and falling? That's a meme. That'll live forever on the internet. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah. I think of one of the most famous falls on ice. Do you remember the girl singing the anthem who lost oh, the, yeah. you know, forgot the lyrics, went back? And I think yeah. it was Chris Draper or somebody like that helped her. Like it was, but in my head, I'm like, you never, like, that's something that she'll never live down. And I'm sure she's, you know, she was a young girl at the time. She's a, uh, a grown woman okay. now. And, and guaranteed, the internet never fails. That was a nightmare. She lost the, she couldn't remember the words, left, came back out to regroup and do it again, and then slipped coming on her way out. Oh, good God. Exactly. No one yeah. deserves it. So yeah. you're, so you're, it's, were, sorry, were you at home for the season opener? Yes, there was, I was with the Islanders, and I believe it was, were we not in those weird jerseys that year? You might have been the fish sticks. Oh, Captain yeah. Highliner. Sure. Yeah. 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 So I, 
I somebody sent me one the other day, actually the Islanders PR guy, because I, I in in my basement I could show you guys. I've got like a um, a jersey room of all the teams I played for and a mask yeah. and gloves and stuff like that. And I tried to get my Islander jersey, the Fisherman, and somebody bought the whole set. So even if you go online to buy it, it's like six hundred and fifty dollars US for my jersey. I'm like, I'm not spending that. So the PR guy uh, from the Islanders sent me one. And so I'm gonna get it framed, and because I, I, I'm one of, the, I'm in the minority. I love the colors of the jersey. Like the, the the logo was a bit weird, but everything else, it was, it looked awesome. I loved it. And see, I was the other way. I didn't mind because it was the mean-looking fisherman guarding the net. I, could, I I didn't mind the logo, but it was the swooshy. Like a wave. Yeah, it looks like it, the yeah. jersey moved during printing, and it kind of got the ink kind of <laughs> splashed yeah, along the kinda, side. They would be they were progressive before. You know, it, it, oh, yeah. it was, you know, it was, they stepped out of line, put it that way. Yeah. And I don't know, there was a lot of traditional Islander fans that were pissed, like so, really pissed. So you're skating out onto the ice, uh, or whatever, 35, Jamie McLennan, are you kind of like, am I getting some cheers here? Are they happy about me being the guy? Or? I don't know. I mean, back then I was still a prospect. I wasn't suspect. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I was... They still thought it was good back then, so I was fine. So we're going into the season. You, as we've talked about, we've had you on. You cover and work the Ottawa Senator broadcast. Red is in Buffalo. We've got so we've the Coyotes, the Senators, the Sabers. There's some teams that have been bad for a while that have probably good reason to be encouraged and excited for this season. Of these teams, of that group, I suppose, who are you most bullish on? Who do you think has that shot to flirt with a playoff spot or maybe even get in? Well, I'm bullish on the Senators. Obviously, I'm biased because I, you know, I call 50 of their games, right? So I see them up close and personal. Um, I am concerned about the injury to Josh Norris and him not being available. And then Shane Pinto, you know, guy who scored 20 goals as a 21-year-old last year, he's working out with a skills coach right now until he gets a contract. So if you looked at Ottawa on paper, you have Tim Stutzla, 21-year-old who had 90 points last year. This kid's a superstar. So you've got Stutzla, you have Josh Norris that two years ago as a 21-year-old scored 35 goals in, I think, 70 games. And then you have Shane Pinto, a 21-year-old who scored 20 last year. So they're, like, they're on that. And then you've got Brady Kachuk on the wing, who's an animal, scored 35 goals. You have Drake Batherson, you have Claude Giroux, you've got Tarasenko. You got Kubalik. Like they, they're top nine if they're healthy. It looks really good. And their D, I, I like their. They've got a four pack there that's as good as anybody. If you if if you believe that Jake Sanderson's going to be a star. Now I'm bullish on Jake. I grew up with his his dad and his mom. I went to high school with them. Um, and this kid's a star at 20. Like literally can skate like the way he reminds me. And I know this is like lofty expectations. Reminds me of Scott Niedemeyer. It's just effortless on him. Just everything's so easy for him. So you've got Shabbat, Sanderson, Chikrin, and this guy named Artem Zub, who's a really like, he's the Rhett Warner of, of the group. You know, who's helping? Poor bastard. Yeah. Drinking yeah. problem. <laughs> <laughs> so do, do they have enough in net noodles? Like, that's the position you play. Like, Corpusalo has been very heralded at times and seems like a, a throw in at other times when he, he got moved to LA at the deadline last year. And then what, Forsberg? Like, to me, that's where I, I just don't know that I trust. Are they going to get the saves? 
Well, I, that they haven't gotten the saves the last four years. If you actually look at their starts, it's been in, like embarrassing. Two and thirteen, you know, three and and ten and four. Like and that's basically what's cost them the playoffs. So if you look at last year, Forsberg's a good goalie, but he's a tandem. He's not a one. So at the start of the season, Cam Talbot misses the first five weeks. So Forsberg's got to be the guy. He's not. He's not. He's a short-term starter. He's not a number one. But if you have a tandem. He's really good in a tandem. Same thing with Corpusalo. I think Corpusalo is a really good goaltender, but I don't think he's a standalone. I've talked about it before with you guys. There's what, six, seven standalones in the league this year? Yeah. Markstrom and Hellebuck and Vasilevsky, Demko, guys like that. None of these guys are that guy. But yeah. working together, they're really good. And that's where I think if they get the saves, they get the, the group that takes another step. I'm bullish on them making the playoffs. Now, that being said, they're in the Atlantic division, which is, you know, pretty scary division right now, given that, you know, okay, is Tampa going to take a step back? They looked pretty damn good last night with a guy named Jerry Johansson in net. It's actually Johan, but I call him Jerry. So, you know, he's he, he looked pretty decent, but Tampa looked solid. Um, the Leafs are going to be good. I think Boston, does Boston take a step back? But how much? They still got a hell of a team there. And then yeah. Florida, does Florida take a step back with some of their injuries? Well, maybe, but they're still a pretty good team. So, and then all the teams that we just talked about, Buffalo, Ottawa, Detroit, all got better in the offseason, even through osmosis. Like Detroit got better just because Cider's another year older, you know, because Raymond's another year older. Um, you know, Billy Huso, I call him Rick Cluso. Rick Cluso and net, like maybe he's taken another step where it's like he's playing, like he'll be a number one net. And, and Buffalo, I think Buffalo makes the playoffs based on one thing, if the Levi kid can settle in, because that's a big ask, a big ask there, because they don't have a Ryan Miller to play with to bring him along. You know, if you look at that goaltending stable, there's, you know, you've got Comrie. I just, I, I don't see a guy who's going to help him grow. It's more of just like a guy, it's Levi's net and go have it type of thing. And they got Upa, Upa, Luka, Puka, uh, Lepinen, or whatever his name is, UPL. And yeah, I'm not a huge fan of his. I don't think he's gotten better in the last two years. The other problem they have is they've got good defensemen. They don't play well defensively. Like yes. Watched yeah. them a little bit more. Like they are soft and terrible in their own end. Terrible in their own end. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like their, I like their D though. I mean, that Darlene's a player that Samuelson's really stabilizing guy power. Like, I, I don't know who's that. Um, who's the four there right-handed. Uh, um, God, what's well, they, his name? They brought in Ben. Um, no, Johnson, it starts with Yoki Haru. Yoki Haru. Yeah. No, Henry. Henry. Yeah. You gotta have a nickname for him. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. You need one yeah, there for yeah. sure. I'll find, I'll find one for him, but, uh, now, he's the guy that I have the question mark on. I don't know if he's playing a little too high in the lineup. But Buffalo, I like. So, you know, when you're looking at I just talked about seven teams in the Atlantic. And yes. Montreal yeah, is going to be better. It. Right. And, and Montreal <laughs> is going to be better just based on health. Those guys would have a hangnail. They shut the guy down last year because they were trying to get Bedard. So, you know, you're going to have a healthier Montreal. They're going to take some points off the teams, too. So be really interesting what happens in the Atlantic this year. Are you able, uh, just just quickly, to switch to a speaker? I I, I don't know, maybe because the earbuds, it's a little a little garbly on, on our end. Okay. We can switch. That'll be better. Sure. Yeah. yeah. 
that'll be a little bit better if you can still hear us or whatever. But um, are are you as a well? I guess it depends what how you feel about it. We're shit scared here in in Calgary about how good the Oilers are going to be. Do you have the same kind of a feeling about the Leafs out there? Or I, I don't know what the emotion because we're we're really looking for some way that this is going to go sideways on the Oilers. What's the mood out there with Toronto? We actually can't hear you because you. Well, you screwed it up, team. There we go. There we go. There we go. Technology and stuff. Uh, uh, much better. Awesome. Way better there. Good. Way better. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yes, I I think you're scared on a lot of different fronts. Two of, of two teams in Canada is Toronto and 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 Edmonton, but. Again, on paper, everything looks great. But as we know, you plan everything on paper. That's not how it works out. You have one major injury that changes the look of your group. You have inconsistency like we saw in Calgary. Uh, did we all see Huberto go, going from 115 points to 55 or whatever the hell it was? Like mm -hmm. nobody saw that, right? Like so you get a star player or uh, the expectations on a team and then all of a sudden – like Calgary, it's it seemed like everything that went wrong last year could have gone wrong. You know, they're I guess their number one defenseman is that Anderson gets run over by a car in Detroit. You know, like it's just like you're like, what the hell's going on out there? Kadri didn't settle in. Lindholm missed Goudreau and his one timers. Like Markstrom, you know, there were nights he looked like me, which not a compliment. Uh, you know, there's just some things that, but I expect them to be better just through. You know, those guys showing up in shape, more motivated. But Edmonton should scare the hell out of people because they're, it's not just a two-player team anymore. You got Kane, you, you know, you got Hyman, you, you added Connor Brown for pennies on the dollar. You know, some of their kids are pushing through. The McLeod kid looks like he might be a player. You know, this Holloway kid might be a player. You know, Bouchard, if the light ever goes on for him in his own zone, like he, he might be a, a hell of a player. I think Darnell Nurse... Um, you know, if you want to argue the contract, or, you know, so be it. But at the end of the day, this guy comes to play and does he make mistakes? Sure. But I, you know, I'd much rather reel a guy in than, than have to cattle prod him. So, you know, Ekholm, it was a great trade. Their goaltending still a question mark. I think like every team, every tandem, but Skinner was a rookie last year and I expect Campbell to be better. So same thing in Toronto, they got question marks. Their D, everybody knows their D aren't, aren't great. Morgan Riley's a really good player, but is he a standalone one or is he more of a tandem guy? Uh, TJ Brody had an off season last year. I expect him to be better. God, we all love Gio. We all played with him. We think he's, you know, the most amazing person. He's 40 years old. He just turned 40 the other day. So, you know, what, how much gas does he have left in the tank? John Klingberg had a terrible season last year. One of the worst statistical analytical players in the league last year. Toronto signed him for 4.5. Is he going to run their power play? Can he have a bounce back season? So there's still some question marks on these top tier teams. It's how it's going to unfold. And that's why I'm so excited to watch these games tonight because, you know, we're going to have overreaction Thursday, no matter what it is. If McDavid gets four tonight, they're like, he's getting 200 <laughs> points this year. Mm -hmm. If he, you know, if he gets shut down, it's like, Ooh, you know, or like maybe it's a step back. So be interesting to see. Same with Calgary. Calgary's got their hands full with Winnipeg tonight. Dean, I got some good news for you. Vegas looked good last night. If, if, does that help soothe your Edmonton fears that, that Vegas still looks good, or is that no, more No, it's, it's kind of independent <laughs> and free of all of that other... I, yeah. I, they're just... 
at, at some point you just feel like that world-class skill yeah. breaks through and and it's it just got to erase some of the other shortcomings if because they had mike smith no one was going to win with mike smith it just was not going to happen and then campbell comes in and so yeah. saw him in toronto it's like if if skinner takes over the net and is just okay aiden hill won a stanley cup last year if yeah. you can provide steady goaltending and not kill your team at the wrong time you can probably make it work and i do i think that that their defense has come along if like I agree, Bouchard, I think gets a little bit he's gonna be older, more mature, and a little bit better. And Ekholm from the start of the season, from game one through 82, if he's healthy, I yeah. think he's enough of a difference maker to make them scary for sure. Well, the other thing, too, guys, I always come back to you. Do you remember Nathan McKinnon's comments when he lost in the playoffs in his ninth year? And he said, I haven't done shit in this league. Yeah. And I, you know, he was pissed. Like he basically was saying, like, I've been in this league nine years and I haven't done anything. Yeah, he was up for the heart, all of these things and, you know, scoring races that he was up for and everything. I remember bookmarking that and saying, like, this guy is going to be on a mission. And sure enough, the next year they win yeah. the cup. McDavid's got a little bit of that. Like, I, I feel like he was pissed last summer. You could tell his body language. And then you hear the stories out of Edmonton where he said to, you know, Captain Skate, I want everybody in town two weeks early. And, you know, every all of his narrative has been like, I don't care about the art Ross. I don't care about, you know, winning the heart. We need to win here. And they are in a window. Like they're, the window is open guys. Yeah. And you know, yeah. Dry needs an extension soon. Like they're, you know, and McDavid's deals up in three years. Like you, you know, there's still plenty of room just wedged through the window, but it's just, I, I in my mind, I bookmarked, the Nathan McKinnon comment, and I'm thinking 97 might be on that path, but we'll see. Easier said than done, because you're right. Vegas looked like they hit the ground running last night. No Stanley Cup hangover, although they will have one at some point. But, um, you know, I'm not sleeping on L.A. I'm not sleeping on, you know, some of these teams in the Pacific. We just talked about Calgary. If Calgary, Calgary, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, did they not have 18 overtime and shootout losses last year was it something ridiculous yeah, they led like the that? league that yeah, and was, one goal losses it was like right the razor's edge killed them they it lost every little like that i thought i read that stat like two days ago you can say you pivot half of those mm-hmm. let's you know let's say you get eight more points you know like they're they're well into the playoffs now yeah and that's on a dysfunctional year not on a good year so we spent so much time that was the thing we we would do our post game show or whatever and it, it even if it's the same team, the same struggles, the same, you know, we, we talked about just how messed up the room was and the whole thing, all of it being the same and equal. If a goal post or just one little shootout, if it goes another way four times, you're yeah. still in the playoff teams with this dysfunctional club. Yeah. It doesn't, I don't know that you're any more likely to win a, a playoff round, but it does change how people view it. Well, it changes the narrative, right? You yeah. you you it look changes at the attitude of the room for the, sure. It does. Totally. everything yeah. like it just it's it changes how you look at everything. Look at that organization. Look at the players. Look at the coach. Look at everything, and then you just don't go. Okay, there's that's that's the problem. This this coach, this player, this like to me, there was there was probably a six pack of we'll call it dysfunctional problems, regardless of how you unpack it. Whether it was only you know, six. Well, maybe, yeah. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah. Baker's dozen. We could probably yeah, yeah. Do right? But at the end of the day, they were that close to the playoffs. And, you know, the change was from within. You know, Husk gets uh, brought, you know, 
gets the promotion. Connie gets the promotion. Um, you know, and they come back basically with the same team going, okay, you know, we saw what you did last year. We'll give you another opportunity to kind of hit the ground running. So, uh, you know, a, a better, and I, and I say this respectfully, a better conditioned cadre where he just had a short off season. You, you win mm. the cup, it's tough. You don't get to, and especially with his finger and stuff, he probably wasn't able to, you know, do a lot of things that he wanted to do. Guy had a really strong off season from what I hear. Now let's see what he looks like. I thought he looked decent in the preseason. You know, Lindholm, I know there's some some contract stuff over the, over the head, you know, of uh, Hannafin and Lindholm. But you're seeing some of these signings. Don't you think they hurt, like, either hurt or help the value? Like, I had this argument yesterday. Like, how can William Nylander ask for $10.5 million when Mark Scheifele just signed for eight point five? Like, Well, it's quite a bit younger. But, I, I yeah, $2, two million is a fair amount of money, right? Yeah, but I mean, thirty to what is Nylander? Twenty-seven. He'd be twenty-eight in his new deal, and and so it's three years. You're right, but it's just like I look at some of the marketplaces. Like I don't know what Lindholm wants, but be careful what you wish for because that marketplace might not be out there for some of these guys that that you know they're thinking they're gonna they might as well cash in with the team the, the team they know and the team that wants to sign them. So be interesting to or, see. Yeah, or you end up signing in Columbus. Yeah. For less money. Damn it. How did that work? Still, I, can't, I just can't get over it. I can't get over it. Retro, uh, what were what was your what were you which opening day were you, do you remember one sticking out? Obviously, there's your first one, but was that your first one you get traded to Buffalo? Is the first one in Calgary? Is there a, an opening night where you were that stood no, out to you? The first one's always the one that stands out the most, I think. Yeah. We and we played Jersey, who just won the cup. So the, the banner went up and Ooh. uh Putty was there from Seinfeld, and it was it was a big deal. <laughs> the devils, yes, just hauling in the big stars oh. in New, in New Jersey. Well, you must have been stage fright, hey, Rhett? Well, Putty's here. Yeah, Putty I was. I loved Seinfeld, so I probably was a little yeah. bit intimidated. That Do you remember if you won or not? Did you guys win that? No, night? we lost four to one, three to one. Yeah. Sounds like well, a devil's win. Yeah. The minute Jersey would get up, that was it. It was just yeah. like they they poured quicksand in the in the neutral zone, and that was it. Game was over. Yeah. Like Jersey yeah. could be up one nothing, twenty eight minutes into the game, and you could predict the score. Like it was going to be one nothing or two one if you happen to get through, get a power play or a five on three for some reason because Ken Danico chopped somebody's leg <laughs> off by accident. You know, it's just like it wasn't was an accident. Yeah, by accident. Well, yeah. yeah. Again, yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead. I was just, I was just gonna ask. Did you watch uh, Bedard last night? First impressions. I, you know, he's special. You can tell he's special. He's just gonna take it. Probably take him five games to figure out spacing and timing and everything. Um, there were a few times where his lack of either experience or strength got exposed a little bit along the wall. He got a couple pushes where. He, you know, I think he had, he's not used to going up against, you know, a 28 year old man type of thing as opposed to just bullying their way in junior. Uh, there was one, especially in the second period of far wall. I can't remember who, who, who hit him, but it was like, okay, kind of welcome to the league. You know, I'm going to challenge you at every, every turn here, but you can tell. And he had a, he had a shot speed in stride through the triangle of a, their defender and I, it was a hell of a save by Jari. Um, 
you can tell like he's going to be, I, I still think like, I think he's a 35 to 40 goal scorer this year. Wow. He's that he's his shot. His shot reminds me of Austin Matthews release from a goaltender perspective. If you see, he changes his angle. He's able to shoot in stride. He doesn't need a big windup. It's just, it's quick and it's deceptive. And if he can harness that, especially on the power play, like I like their power play moved the puck around pretty good last night. Um, but I think if they get, if he gets into a groove, like I, I think it's north of 30 for sure, but he's a, I think he's a special one and, and it's pretty good because it's now you've got a few kind of, if you're not just watching your home team, you're watching the flames. Now all of a sudden you go, well, I'll turn on Chicago. Cause that might be must see TV and you know, McDavid's must see TV. You've got about three or four guys in the league now that you're like, mm, like to check that guy out, see what he's like. The kid in Minnesota doesn't get enough love. That Caprice off. Yeah. Like, I like watching him. I know Minnesota, I might I might have helped set the tone in the year 2000, where, uh, you know, when I was their first pick. But uh, they're not that boring, you know, non-sexy team. They're they're pretty damn good team. So it's interesting to see. But there is you find your You find your goalie and you build around him. You know, exactly. it's that's the identity of your team. Yeah, yeah. I put up Jacques Lemaire. Talk yeah. Talk about Jersey hockey. Yeah. <laughs> I remember sitting on the bench after the trade deadline. Um, we had traded away, I think, Scott Pellerin and a couple guys. And we were playing Colorado. And we were, I, it was on home ice. And we were shorthanded. And our defenseman, Brad Bombardier, looked over to me and he goes, would you take a look what's on the ice? So I, I – like I was the highest paid guy after the deadline, I think at like 1.4 or something like that. They had, I think it was north of 45 million on the ice, including Patrick Wall, but it was Bork. It was, um, who's, uh, Rob, uh, Rob Blake. And then it was Sackick, Forsberg. Like it was insane. Like it was literally like 40 some million. And I think we had about, 2.1 2.1 million. Our payroll was 11 million by the end of the, you know, after the Jeez. trade deadline. Yeah. I don't think we won that night. I'll, I'll, I'll I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I don't think we won that night. So. Just following up on what you'd said earlier, it, it was 17 shootout or overtime losses that led the league, a miserable San Jose team, one fewer than the flames last year. They also led the league in one goal losses. So that does clarify what you're saying earlier. You're due for some regression to the norm there. What are you yeah. seeing in Winnipeg? Because I think we all sort of thought, how are they going to, you know, thread this needle of playing with Hellebuck and Shifley in these UFA years and trade them and get value, and then poof, they're they're signed to uh, matching seven year deals. Like, what what do you make of the Jets? They got a goalie. They still got Ehlers and Connor. Is there enough? I do think. I think Perfetti, if he can stay healthy, he's a player. You look at the Velarde, the kid they added from LA. He's a really nifty player. You know, Iofalo, I think, is a serviceable guy. I love Adam Lowry. I think he's could be the best third line center in the league. plays plays that role perfectly. Um, I do think now a lot of times you hear about teams dysfunction. It's not the on ice. It was. It, it sounded to me like they had a real noisy environment. I don't know what that means, and I can't define it. But you know, when your coach comes out after getting swept the first round of the playoffs and just starts firing bullets at, at yeah. his star players, saying. They didn't have it. They didn't, you know, they're basically, it was almost like a character assassination of saying like, we got some guys in that dress room that don't want to be here and, you know, shame on them type of thing. 
if you if you read between the lines, it might have been Dubois and it might have been Wheelers. I don't know. Yeah. Or, or Wheeler. So, I mean, those two have, have exited and they've moved on. And, and, you know, Wheeler put his time in there. Dubois, obviously, it's well documented, wasn't uh, didn't want to be there long term. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think that those contracts calm the mass masses. And yeah, yeah. if Ehlers can stay healthy, I think he's an X factor for me because he's a really he's kind of a pain in the ass to play against. And he's a pretty nifty player, but he, he seems to be kind of a bandaid in the last like 16 months, which I mean, it sucks because he's I think he's a really good player. But I I, I think Winnipeg can surprise some people. They were a playoff team last year and that in January, were they not close to the top of the league? Yeah, they had a miserable tumble in the spring. That really brought the Flames into the race rather than the Flames doing anything. Mm -hmm. Minnesota went yeah. on an absolute I, I, brutal run. I remember having an argument on my show because I thought, because I'd seen them live and I thought they were the best team in Canada. Like I just, mm -hmm. I, I was watching, I was like, this Morrissey was unbelievable. The goalie was unbelievable. Their D that Pionk has kind of got some bite and he, he can handle the puck. Like I was looking at their depth chart. I'm like, this team might be able to do something. And then they just fell off a cliff. You're right. Like they brought everybody into that mix to the point where they limped into the playoffs and it was, yeah. you know, they were done. But I think that team can do some damage. They might be a little scarier than people think. Yeah. I guarantee you watched them in the first half of the year because they were good, but it was just yeah. awful down the stretch. Yeah. Noodles, we appreciate you. Enjoy, I guess, opening night number two. It feels like today's opening day when the team you cover is in, and obviously here in Calgary, we're we're ready. All the Canadian it, teams, yeah. yeah, we're uh, basically we're all seven to. Canadian teams. Yeah, T tonight is day one of the season for us. Basically, yeah. last night was just like you know what it is. It was the early bird special at at uh, Stampede. So you go out for a few <laughs> last night. Tonight's where you you go hard. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. So sneak a peek. <laughs> Sneak a peek. That's yes, what it was. I was trying is. to think of what it was called. Is yeah. that what it's called? Sneak a peek. Yeah. Sneak a peek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. soft launch. Yeah. Well, yeah. They uh, would go there, sneak a peek, for, and then t 12 days later, they would shovel him out. So <laughs> the sneak a peek, and then they, you know, by the end, they were like, there's a puddle in the corner. You better collect that. So that was <laughs> yeah. it. Take it all in, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a good man, James. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, guys. Have a good week. There you go. Jamie McLennan joining us on the Insider Hotline presented by TELUS. At TELUS, we're using our world-leading technology to drive meaningful change from transforming healthcare and making our food supply more sustainable to reducing our environmental footprint and connecting Canadians in need. In 2022 alone, TELUS, our team members and retirees volunteered 1.4 million hours and gave $125 million to local communities. The most giving company in the world. Learn more at telus.com slash gives back. We need Boys. him on nicknames, Dino. Like, yeah, he's got a. He's uh, he I doesn't struggle with them. Rick Cluso is Billy Huso. Jerry Johansson is Eunice Johansson, and Upa Luka Puka. I mean, that, yeah, you'd need pretty to close to his name. You'd need to have kind of a uh, a catalog of bad '80s movies and yeah. stuff to go through. There'll be some movie characters, and well, that's the other thing. He loves movies. Loves movies. Is he Love. big film head? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He'll have uh, he'll have a bunch of those that'll probably come over the course Greer of the year. Him. I feel like he'll have something good there. You know what I I said yesterday? Is it Greerzy? I saw on social media Boston did a post. Thanks, thanks Greerzy, for your time and. God, hockey players are so uncreative. It's the worst nickname league in the world. It's just brutal. Unoriginal. So uh, we'll get to the Pinder report here in a moment.
as we sit here on game one, have, I guess I'll start with you, Retro. If somebody were to ask you, so this year, what do we expect? What do you think the Flames are going to do this year? In very, we can tell you oh, they were bad last year and one goal losses and overtimes and shootouts. And now this has happened and the coach is different. All of this has changed. They're happy. It's fun. What do you, what do you expect this team to do and be this year? I expect them to be in the mucky middle. They're Bubble too team. Good. Is that what you're saying? What's that? Bubble? Bubble? Yeah. They might even make it. I just, I don't think it's, I don't think they're going to win like they did two years ago. I don't think all the pieces are going to fall into place. They might have better luck and they might have better performances by guys, which, but I think there's other teams that have improved as well. And I, I still think they're a mucky middle kind of squad and playoffs are certainly a possibility, but not a guarantee. Pinder. It's tough to argue any of that. I mean, I, I think there's a significant gap between the Oilers club that we all think are going to win the division and many have winning the cup and the defending cup champion. Like they're not in that class. Mm -hmm. They're significantly better than the Anaheim's and San Jose's of the world. And so you yeah. kind of get lumped in with, okay, well, what's LA this year? They're going to get goaltending. You know, what's Vancouver. They're due for a big bounce back. Thatcher Demko was, was awful last year and he's a great goalie. That's not going to happen again. They've solidified the blue line there. Like I kind of put them in that group where it's like, yeah, if things go right, you could see this team, Having a, a fun season. They're due for better things to happen, but it isn't a juggernaut. It isn't a contender that last year, you know, everything went wrong and they're actually a contender. No, I, I think they're absolutely that sort of six to 10 in the West. And uh, I, I, my hope for them is they look more organized defensively. I don't know how you went from allowing the fewest goals five on five in the league two years ago with the exact same decor to look so bad defensively as they did. And I understand goaltending is a part of it, but it was worse than that. It was the quality of chances, the breakaways, the two on ones. How in one season with the same coach and the same defensive system with the same players, did they go from the best in the league five on five to like middle of the pack at best? That, 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 that's somewhere I'd love to see some gains from this group. That's a revolt against the coach, I think, which maybe doesn't speak well to me of the character of the player, but whatever. The other, the concern for me, I guess, the one thing is we're all saying, well, they're due to have better luck, but they can't have better luck in the injury thing. Area. Yeah, they're gonna. And, they already have worse luck. Like you're already missing Pelche probably for what Christmas ish. Like just a, a yeah. very vague. Like th that's already gonna be worse than it was for sure. Mm -hmm. So um, any, any injury issues, and that's for any team. I think yeah, you, you'd have to think that the power play couldn't be worse. Like I don't think it's a surprise that Kirk, Kirk Muller's not here, and I don't think it's a surprise that um, you know, they're they're practicing three on three in practice. Daryl wasn't doing that. Um, like they were bad in overtime, and they didn't practice overtime. And Daryl would say, "Well, this isn't going to help us in the playoffs. I don't care." But there's a lot of points left on the table in overtime, and I, I also think they're going to skate a lot better this year. I know you, you talked about it last year. God, they're slow. They've added a lot of really good skaters, and that doesn't mean they're going to be the fastest team in the league, but I think they'll be faster than average. Coronado can skate really well. Dewar gets a full season, not a mid-season arrival. Sharon Govich can absolutely fly. Defoli had a great year, but he was one of your worst skaters. Um, you know, Austerley on the back end can skate really well. If you get Shillington at some point, he can skate. I, I don't worry about their speed as much as I did last year. The Lewis Lucic to Foley thing, like, God, there's some plot. made sense to anyone other than one guy, though, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I guess the reason I ask, because I agree with you guys, but I wonder, because we sit here, curmudgeons that we are, 
And we talk about this team more than any other team. And we do it day after day after day. And then you yeah. talk to somebody like Frank Saravelli, or you talk to Jamie, or you talk to some other people who Looking are very models too. Yeah. Well, they're very much on board with like you, regression to them. There, there's, there's going to be some bounce back for whatever yeah. reason. A lot of things went wrong outside of health, the goaltending. If, if each of them come this way a little bit, that's going to equate to a significant gain. I just wonder, are we, are we unwilling to buy into the fact that they could, yeah, this is, but this you could to, be a much better hockey team this but, year. But because we only talk about, well, not only, but because we so focus on the Flames, we, we don't think about, we just talked about Winnipeg. They were in first place in January. Yeah. First place. Mm. And I'm in agreement with Noodles. I don't think it was a talent issue with that squad. You lose a coach that basically was like, I'm, I can't, clearly can't get these guys to buy in. I'm out. And the next coach is telling them that at the end of the year that guys don't care. It was an attitude issue. So they've got rid of some guys. I can't help but think that's going to make a difference. Right? So That's other- the hardest thing to quantify, isn't it, Red? Like, we know everyone's happier and feeling better, and there's not the crazy storm cloud. But what's that worth? Like, it's, I can't put a point total on that. I have no idea. Yeah. And that'll so, be the that'll be the chicken and the egg. If if they win more, it's because they're happy. Well, are they winning more because they're happy, or are they happy because they're winning more? Yeah, we know they're winning. Hand in hand. That's true. Winning is a yeah. lot of fun. You can still hate your coach, and uh, but wins are wins are enjoyable. Um, so I don't know. I, I but I do wonder if maybe because, like you say, mushy middle. They were kind of mushy middle last year, right? They yes. were a bubble team. So if they're better, you would think third in the Pacific <laughs> again. We, we better, did this right? a lot last year. What happened to allow them to be close? The one yeah, some teams was it the fact that sure. they yeah. skyrocketed and were unstoppable the, the last two months? No, Winnipeg shit the bed. At what and time they still what? finished with ninety three points? Like that is the thing too. Like as bad as it was, all those overtime points they donated, the the, the inability to go away from Markstrom, even when you knew he was awful, like. The, all the crazy lines, not playing young kids, running with vets, all the weird decisions that didn't make sense. They still got to 93. That, that's that's baffling. At what point of the season? Was it at the whatever it was six game mark when they were four, one, five, and one, and then the McDavid goal and that whole thing happened? Yeah. At what point did we lose faith in the team? Because they were they win a playoff round the year before they come in, hot start. All right, yeah, this they're gonna be able to absorb these Kachuk and Gaudreau losses. This looks like a good team, and then they went on that terrible run. Daryl yeah. switches the lines. Daryl goes into war Darryl mentality. The lines before they even went on a terrible. Yes, run. that yeah. that was the red flag. But that wasn't when people lost faith because they still were above five hundred after that Oilers loss. But it was like I think we started Ottawa. to hear that the vice was already tight, and they're like four one and one to start or something. You're like, ooh, that doesn't seem right. Um, hmm. And Brett was, I believe, sort of November, December. I was like, this ain't it. These guys well, are not tr- – it's yeah. not happening. And I think you could you could tell it, a lot by watching the efforts. It's not always the results, right? Yeah. You can and, win and a for game me, you play well in. They had the soft schedule coming down the stretch, and you got into January, and you watched them lose to bad teams and play well against good teams. And that really spoke to more of the mindset of the team than the talent level of the team. And so I remember we kept doing these roundtables for flamesnation.ca and, and Robert Munich was saying, do you think the Flames will still make the playoffs? And, you know, there's the midseason, there's three-quarter pool. The soft schedule at one point, finally, it was like, 
I don't care. They're worse against bad teams than they are against good teams. Like it's almost a curse that they play Chicago in the last two weeks of the season. Uh, but you know, I think I was hanging on longer than most, certainly on this program. I still thought they were going to make the playoffs later into the season than you two. Rhett, Rhett was probably the first to say something right here. And I think it, it was kind of, not to say it was his fault, but you were on, as far as Mackenzie Weger, you were one of the first guys to kind of throw up the, the road flare and say, oh, there's something I'm not seeing it right now. I don't, I'm not, he's I'm not, not tying in right guy. now. And it was about that time. It was early. It was like, yeah, this, hmm. there's something not quite right. And then by January, it was full on dysfunction. I just, we would sit in that room. It's like, okay, so how the goaltending and the coach and the power play is no good. And they let in the first shot of the hockey game again, and they get to overtime yeah. and can't score or whatever it is. There was What's just, it? And when they came out of that bloody all-star break where they they just were awful. Well, they went into New York and they played a good game there. There's the big Truba pair of hits and fights. Then the Rasmus on that same road trip by the got other hit team. by a truck. And then it was that then it was ugly. They got dragged. Remember? And we said that. We said, Oh, here's a here's a game where they're gonna rally around and, and then we it said was that like, ten times. Wait a minute. Never yeah, did. That was a Rangers doing thing. This was not a Flames initiated event. Yeah. Oh. You, you waited. could have spun it, but they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of those things. What's go what's the galvanizing moment or turning point for this team? And we were very good at giving them here's an opportunity. Uh yeah. means your your what are your top defensemen got hit by a truck? That could be something you rally around. This anything. And it just never materialized. So the unbiased view for me is always to go look at don't ask fans. It's too emotional. It's too close to your heart. And don't ask people in the market because they're, they, they see that team more than any other. And they're hyper-focused on one team. The, the, I, I looked on Betway today. It's minus 165. They make the playoffs. That was minus 200 at some point this summer. So it's come down a bit, but they're still quite favored to make the postseason. If you want to bet them to miss the playoffs, it's plus 120. So that's, you know, implied probability is they're probably somewhere like, 55 to 65 yeah, percent and i guess playoffs. that's why i ask going back to the very start because you're right the, some vegas books they, they don't have okay, emotions they're okay yeah. with them different people you follow dom or whatever these these guys mm -hmm. that have their models there's a lot of people that feel like this is a playoff team and this is a, a team but the mucky middle luck, does get but... you to the playoffs sometimes right? yeah like of course. I can, yeah six to ten is mucky middle so you have you're do you're rolling along doing pretty good and all of a sudden you lose a guy or have three bad games you're like oh shit 95 points gets you in most years can they be two points better than last year i think the easy answer is yes now i want four or five better please oh yeah please by all means be five points ten points better because i mean do you look at all those overtimes and one goal losses and like God, this goalie, what's what's going on between his ears? Because this is not the guy that finished second in Vesna voting last season. Um, there, there's a lot of room to get more points. But I think the division's a lot better. I, I think, uh, you know, Edmonton is better than they were, believe it or not. Uh, Vegas, they are what they are. We know they're good. They're a good contender to win the division every year. LA is gone and really bulked up down the middle with the addition of Pierre-Luc Dubois. They bring in Gavrikov and resign him after they got him at the deadline. Vancouver's absolutely better. Retool blue line and a bounce back from Demko, and they're in the mix. Like this might be the best division in hockey now, with with the steps back that we expect from Florida and Tampa with injuries and Boston with the retirements of Krejci and Bergeron. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Pacific teams end up being the best against the rest of the league at the end of the year. 
It's a game day. Let's get to the Pinder Report. It's a presentation of Village Honda located in the Northwest Auto Mall online at villagehonda.com. Huge selection of used vehicles, new and used, but in the uh, pre-owned. All makes, all models, all budgets. Over 70 units on site. Access to more than 400 more inside the dealership group. Your one-stop automotive destination in Calgary. Your dealership for life is Village Honda and presents the Pinder Report. For life, we start with the Calgary Flames season opener, fellas. Let's have a peek at the group that will take to the ice at the Dome tonight at 8 o'clock against the Winnipeg Jets. We'll be at Greta watching this one. There's your lines, boys. Huberto and Lindholm together at last. You know, it's been, uh, well, it feels like about game six last year that they mm -hmm. got broken up. Dylan Dubé, the speedster on the right side. These are the same lines we talked about yesterday. Sharangovich finds a home with Kadri and the rookie Coronado who played game 82, and that's it. On the right side of that line, it's the tried, trusted, and true Manjapani, Backlund, Coleman line is the third line and a very different looking fourth line than last year at this time. Greer, Rosie, Wackadee! With uh, Dryden Hunt serving your 13th forward roles. D pairs are interesting. I don't know that they'll stick with them, guys. They haven't used their top four in their top four. They're spreading it out a bit. You see Tanov on the third pair playing with Osterley. I think stylistically that's probably a good fit and a safe place for Osterley to be. But it also puts two uh, high event players together in Zadorov and Weaker as your second pair. We were a little weary about the Zadorov roller coaster when he got into the top four oh, minute zone. So we'll see I how that see, goes. I see a grimace there in Buffalo. <laughs> I see and, well, uh, and your top pair. What do you uh, see there? Like I, I look like that. To me, that looks like a pairing that could struggle. Yeah, and and what they also ran with in the preseason was. Weger Anderson, Hannaf and Tanev. And I don't think either of those two pairs can struggle. Those are four very good defensemen. Those are four clear-cut top 4D. Can, is Zadorov and Osterley a thing that won't work? Is it because they're both lefties? Are you trying to shelter those two? I, I wonder how we arrived here and how long we stay here. That is curious, right? Because it's game one. This isn't a, we're going to send a message to Chris Tanev or, or whatever, whatever it's going yeah, like, to be. We're going to reward yeah. Nikita Zadorov. There's none of, I don't think there's going to be any of that. This is game number one. So they obviously see something they think can work here. Maybe they're right, but it does. It feels a bit like a pinball machine, that middle pair yeah. potentially. And Uyghur is a right shot guy that can play both sides and played a lot on the right. Um, not last year, but prior in Florida. So we'll see. I, I maybe they think he's better on the right side. I will. There's some questions to be answered there as uh, the season begins. In net, it's a Markstrom start. That's confirmed today. No surprise there. The real question will be how much of the net does he share? Is this going to be 60-40? Uh, Is this a back and forth well, out of the gate? Last year, it was great. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> say that again what did you say you did what last year no they had a plan last year it was oh yeah daryl came in it's this is how it's gonna be last two weeks but they did have a plan <laughs> it's two weeks in a row christ they didn't see halloween yeah <laughs> just another weird 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 undarily thing that happened mm -hmm. last year oddly uh power plays look like this fellas this is very different looking than last year else they, they lose a, a right shot guy in uh, tyler Tofoli, but Fear not, friends. Matthew Coronado on the top power play unit. Maybe hearing more about him in my Betway Bets of the Day later. Kadri, oh. Lindholm, Anderson, Huberto. There's your uh, first unit with Coronado. Second unit, Rosie. Backlund, Dubé. Hannafin, Manjapani. Net front, 
Net front presence, big you know body. Guys, stay out. Take the full two. Uh, <laughs> I don't love that second unit. I've never loved Hannafin on the power, but I think Weger could do a better job there. And Rosie, huh? Okay, we'll yeah, see. I'm a little surprise. Hmm. There's room for tweaking. Sa- Savvy knows what he's doing, right? He just wants to see it against real opponents. Let's you go, Savvy. Typical forward. Put a bunch of forwards on the ice. We'll, it'll be better. Yeah. Uh, you want to hear some? Because it was a miserable run on opening nights, Dino. I don't know if you remember. Until last year. What, they opened up against Colorado, I think, and beat uh, the Avs to open their season last year. Mm-hmm. It was a good. They, they won their home open. That, that was like the exception to the rule. They'd lost like 13 or 14 prior to that. It was an absolute yeah. miserable, miserable run on opening nights. Uh, that streak's over. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One team they'd love to emulate. Have a look at what happened to the 1989 Calgary Flames in their season opener. It was a one for the record books, Rhett. Just a smooth 10 goals for the Flames on opening night in 89. Only uh, one team scored more than 10 on opening night. It was the Montreal Canadiens in 1919, Rhett, which I know you're a big fan of that squad. Great lineup, that yeah, squad. Lyle Odeline's rookie Old year, I think. Yeah. Bootsy McGillicuddy was so <laughs> good that year. That's right. Uh, as for other opening night trends, Flames better be careful because it was Brian Russ last night, third season opener in a row he scored. Only one guy in the league has scored more consecutive season openers. Yeah, it's Cal Connor of the Jets. Five season opening goals in a row. Look for that mm-hmm. in your Betway bets later on the program. Sure. Yeah. Last night, Pittsburgh made a little history. I didn't know about this one and leave it to ESPN, the American uh, sports outfit, to find it. But uh, a trio playing together. Look at that. Gino, Sid, and Latang passing Jeter, Rivera, and Jorge Posada. That was a pretty iconic trio in New York for the pinstripes, Dino, as you would know. And the Penguins now uh, passing them 18 years together, that trio, uh, Latang, Crosby, and Malkin. I like that pick. I, I I love Malkin. He just looks like 
he's going to be a great old grumpy Russian man. Just some big kind of old grumpy bear. <laughs> he just Let's put it back up, Jacko. He's just kind of got that. Oh, you want to take a picture? All right. Okay, yes. fine. One okay, more smile. Yeah. 18th Sorry. year, I've been doing photos. What the? F- shit. <laughs> Hurry up. Let's go. I got things to do. I got places to be. What do you there want? A little scowl. Hey, what do you want Mark? from me? Yeah. It's an outdoor game. I'm cold. My balls are cold. Can we go inside? Christ. Let's go. First goal of the season last night went to Nikita Kucherov. Uh, Calgary product Braden Point, three helpers in the uh, season opening game. The matinee start in uh, this mountain time zone, fellas. Good to see Point off to a great start. He, Stamkos, and Kucherov, that top line in Tampa. And they were defending like they had Eunice Johansson in that. Allowed two shots in the first period. Jerry. Oh, Jerry Johansson. The shots got a little evener and closer, and it was a tie game, and they were trailing, and then they ended up winning. So Tampa wins the opener. It was Bedard opening against uh, Crosby and company, and it was a 2-0 lead for the Penguins that they blew against the Blackhawks. Kind of reminds us of last year down the stretch when the Penguins would get in the playoffs. If only they could beat the Blackhawks. They couldn't, and instead Florida got into the playoffs. Lowell. We'll see how it works with Carlson there, fellas. It looked a little disjointed with him and Latang trying to coexist on the same power play. He needs puck. Mm-hmm. Puck hog. Well, he is, but he's he's like the best defensive puck hog, hog of our lives. I don't know if you need Latang on the ice when he's got he's out there. You need two pucks. Hmm. See how that goes. Uh, okay, elsewhere, Connor Bedard. Watch the zone entry before he gets his first NHL oh, point. God, we're really doing it. Well, it's a pretty play. I mean, this is the tail end of it. It's a little drop pass that ends up being his assist. Not much there. It's the zone entry that really skill. Like, I didn't see it. No. It happened so like it was seamless. It, it will happen here. We'll let this reload again. All but right. uh, Bedard gets an assist. That's his only bit? point in his NHL debut. Not as uh, not not the foregoing Matthews debut. Was it too much? Like him and Crosby sitting. In, did you see that or was that? Yeah, the I. Th- it's a little forced, given that that was like a month ago in Vegas or whatever, right? I get it, though, right? It's yep. You're trying to sell the sport in the U.S. Top-selling jersey since... My kids made draft. fun of it. That's why I brought it up. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Even okay. the kids aren't. I'll tell you what, though. Those Chicago jerseys... Great jersey. Jeez, they're good, man. I don't know which one I like better, the home or the roads. Too they bad it couldn't home. have ended up in uh, San Jose. The you'll see it on Batway that you can gamble or wager on shot totals for games. And it's typically like two and a half, three and a half. So I'll take Coronado over two and a half. Imagine Penny under three and a half, uh, 11 shot attempts for Bedard, six scoring chances, five shots, just an ability to always get the puck to scoring areas. Impressive. You know, what's nice is we don't hate him yet. Yes, that's correct. Right, it's a, just a young guy. Hey, look Out at this division, but in conference, good, good little hockey player. Gosh, he's gonna be great. He's not in Edmonton. Yeah, there's no Perfect. real. Well, maybe in Pittsburgh already, they're a little sour. But there's no, we don't hate them yet. Yeah, remember these good times. Yeah, good times. Uh, night game was Vegas against Seattle. The the good looking expansion jersey matchup, and Vegas looked good, fellas. Uh, they also did a very Vegasy thing. Look how they got their. Stanley Cup banner up to the rafters retro. The honor is yours. So this is Mark Stone, the captain. They built a big slot machine at ice level that's dwarfing the Stanley Cup that he's carried out onto the ice. They are so good at their stuff. 
Yeah, and it never comes across as too much for whatever reason. Maybe it's just because it's Vegas. It's because it's Vegas. Anywhere else, yeah. it would be what? If you did so this in Toronto, you'd get destroyed. And silly. So, yeah. You, so, they, they hit the... Yeah, and then up machine's the paying out. Look at that. Flames have something like this going on tonight, right? Remember when we didn't hate Vegas? Similarly, right? When they yeah. started... Ah, oh, look at Before this. Before they ran Marc-Andre Fleury and yeah, company. That's nice. Look totally at Marc-Andre Fleury and... And so the Stanley Cup banner gets raised out of a slot machine because, of course, it does. It's Vegas. Yeah. They look good. Aiden Hill looked good. They're still tenacious and deep and hard-hitting. Wow. They raised the freaking banner. They should look good. There should be some emotion that goes. Yeah, that's that. true. Or or it's like we, we came out flat because we've been doing interviews and cup stuff. I mean, either way, it was one game and they look good. They got 81 left before we really care. They are good. Too. They are yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, we'll move from there. Uh, ticket prices around the league. This may or may not surprise you. you. Imagine all the goodwill that you've got in Florida after your team goes all the way to the cup final, Rhett. I mean, it must just be booming business for the Panthers. Let's take a look at uh, season opening prices for all 32 NHL teams. Hmm. Nope, last, $19, Florida. What the hell are we doing here? <laughs> so that's that's uh, like just cheapest get you in the door Cheapest ticket, and that's probably yeah. American currency, and this was a couple days ago. It ain't perfect, but I think it paints a picture. Flames second from the bottom, and, and also what you're seeing is two of the larger rinks in the league in Florida and Calgary as well. You're not getting into Winnipeg for, for cheap because there's only 16,000 seats or whatever it is, right? Like, But uh, either way, a lot of people were in Vegas last night, the most expensive opener, because, of course, the Stanley Cup was there, and they raised the banner. Hmm. This, the usual standards at the top, New York, Toronto, Boston, Montreal, Original six teams and top five revenue teams in the league. Interesting. You know what? Though at the same time, it it's not to just be shrugged off. You can get to Flames games for not a crazy amount of money in yeah. the press level. You can go to a game and and um, I don't think yeah, don't take that for granted, right? The new rink isn't going to have thirty dollar tickets. Like I, I assure you of that. They don't build new profit centers with really really cheap seats. They'll have less capacity and everything will be more expensive. Yeah. It's about making money. Don't be so enjoy, right? Go to these games. Winning cups, you mean? Yeah, all the all the cups. Yeah. Raising banners, the tickets will get really expensive. Yeah, I hope they build the banner, the the you know, the pillars and all that, the framing. The make it nice banners. and long to make sure that yeah. all the lots of space. Lots of space mm -hmm. there. Well, you're gonna have to retire Huberto and Cadre's numbers too, so they need lots of room up there. <laughs> How can the tickets be the same as the parking? Where are you parking? Come on now. You can do better than that. It's amazing. Uh, okay. Good news for your old pal, Retro. Mm -hmm. Lindy Ruff. New deal. Weren't they booing him out of there at the start of last start year? Start of last year. Yeah. Fire well, Lindy. Fire even Lindy. Even think about that playoff series against the Rangers. They fall in that 0-2 hole at home. It's like you just farted away home ice. You're in an 0-2 hole against your dreaded rivals. But uh this team's going to be good this year, fellas. Like, really, really good, especially if Akira Schmid or Vitek Vonacek want to look like a legit number one. Schmid had that incredible playoff baptism. Um, all kinds of skill, all kinds of depth. And uh, Tyler Toffoli on the top line with Jack Hughes and Jesper Bratt. Interesting. A very different New Jersey team than the one that you faced in your first game, Retro. <laughs> yes, quite. Yeah, It's a different style opposite, for yeah. sure. So one had a a known netminder and an identity around the netminder. This one is the exact opposite. We have a star young center and no one's heard of our goalie. Interesting. Uh, schedule tonight looks like this 
fellas, all seven Canadian teams in action. Love that. And uh, yeah, Carolina will host Ottawa in Raleigh. The Sens are going to roll with 19 skaters. That is one below what you're supposed to do. Hmm. I believe if they do that a couple of games, they can get an emergency recall. Already the Sens into emergency recalls, and they haven't yet signed Shane Pinto. How's that going? At least the team's better. Uh, Montreal, Toronto. Can you be an emergency situation when you put yourself there because of spending or yes we we um, you know <laughs> hello officer i've shot myself there's an emergency was it an accident no 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 i it's still an emergency open. though i need an I ambulance guess. i guess so <laughs> uh always good to see habs lease 100 year plus rivalry uh no rest for connor bedard and that uh welcome to the nhl tour he's in boston for their season opener It'll be the Avalanche and Kings and the Oilers and Canucks as well. And Noodles is right. It's going to be over a reaction Thursday tomorrow for all seven Canadian markets. Of course, yeah, the Jets wait. and Flames, 8 o'clock start in the Saddle Dome tonight. And we'll be at Greta Bar. Come join us. It's a charitable donation. It's a gift bag. It's 30 bucks of arcade money and all kinds of drink and food specials. And Rhett will sign uh, bras, undergarments, jerseys. What's your policy on signing things, Rhett? Any at all. Babies, you know, see, he's yeah. equal opportunity. Yeah, he is in fear. It's good that way. He's a good boy. I got some of these Joe boxers, Rhett. Could you give these a sign? Quick, quick, Siggy. <laughs> I uh, pass. Hmm. My sharpie's broken. So, we haven't talked about it a lot, and he's so incredibly humble, we, we wouldn't hear about it. But Dean's fantasy football team, Rhett, is off to an impeccable 5 0 start to the season. Yeah, they crushed me on the weekend. Let's have a look at uh, a couple of the reasons why he's been so excellent this year. Uh, now, is this his team or is this the I'm heading to the injured reserve list? Uh-oh. HN and Jefferson. Do you know, I'm sorry. We're going to have to test your depth here. Both those guys will be on the IR, missing at least four weeks. I actually drafted HN. Yeah, that's good. You did, and Jefferson, you had first overall. You took him. You didn't first go overall, running back. You didn't go much Jefferson. And, and, you know, uh, wide receiver one. Yep. Good. Lived up to to the billing. HN yep. got him late. Running back three. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, unstartable for half, but the other half, he's the best in the league. It's yeah, been the last quite three impressive. Yeah. Friggin' weeks got. And HN's really been held Feels under terrible. control. 50-yard run, yeah. HN! Yeah. Just terrible. Well, you know, if Brees Hall wants to be a boy, then he did last maybe week. we can absorb it. If you can play the Broncos every week, I'm with you. <sighs> Uh, I'm we'll Derek Willis. I got Derek Willis this week. I was yes. really hoping that HN could stick it in his keister being a Dolphins fan, but I guess that's yeah, not going to happen. That would have been good. I'd have been okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, teasing peace to Willis because that's peace, emotional. Yeah. That's yeah. HN going to. Now, Jeff Wilson Jr. <sighs> eligible to come off the IR. So we'll see how that looks with Mostart. JWJ. Uh, baseball, baseball, baseball. Three Major League Baseball games today, fellows. As uh, the Houston Astros can uh, punch their ticket into the American League Championship Series, where well, somebody already awaits. As the Orioles got beat by Texas, so Texas is through. We could have an all state of Texas battle, Astros Rangers, if the Astros get a win tonight. Da 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 da. David Texas. Uh, Bryce Phillies, that is a scene switch to me. Sarah Valley's going to be bombed at this thing tonight. What are the oh, odds yeah. on that? Can I get a minus 200 yeah. on Betway for that? Yeah. I'll tell you what, that those Philly crowds, mm -hmm. they've had a good, they've, they've had a fun couple of years, right? That I mean, minus been, the hockey. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't so mind the Sixers, the you got one of maybe the best player in the league. Phillies won and are great again. Eagles undefeated. Great season last year. And the Flyers, uh, they're awful. Torts. He'll figure it out. Oof. You want and I really uh, like I really like Gritty. Yeah, Gritty's yeah, good. good I think Philly, I don't know what the Eagles are doing, but between the Fanatic and Gritty, two of the best going in all of pro sports. That's true. Uh, Dodgers D-backs, the other contest tonight. Uh, LA in an 0-2 hole on the road. See what you're made of here, fellas. Dodgers are normally, uh, well, they do kind of choke in the playoffs every year. It's enough of Dodgers. It's enough. You done? You yeah. Got some enough. Dodger fatigue? Yeah. Remember the AL East, that toughest division in baseball? Gosh, there's so many good teams there. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Blue Jays didn't get a win. Uh, Tampa Rays, they also got swept. And the uh, the Orioles, they got swept. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oof. Fellas. Fellas. Rough look. No one's going to listen to your best division in baseball argument if you go 0 for 6 in playoff, 0 for 7 in playoff games. Good night. Finally, Calvary FC will host uh, their playoff game on Saturday. We'll hear from Nick Ledgerwood later in the program. But we got some more pictures coming out from that ruckus party on the field where they lift the, uh, the shield for the regular season title. Oh, Look wow. at Tommy there. Oh, my goodness. Uh, could, could we mix in a few waters here, Tommy? Uh, he looks like a some, some sort of a warrior. He should be wearing a loincloth and holding a sword or something. Yeah, there's Mel Gibson <sighs> to his right yelling, hold the line. Anything, yeah. Tommy. You, you dress so sharp. Don't ruin it. <laughs> yeah, it's careful on those shoulders there. You can really, the seam work's going to get tested there. And it is the Village Honda Pinder Report. Would you believe our boy Anthony also got a picture with the shield? How about this? Look at that. There he is, the Cavs hat. His wife, Britt, on the right. And I believe that's Tofa Fakunle, who does some work with the club as well. Watch your mouth. On the left, who used to play for the club. Look at uh, that. Look at that. Isn't that a good-looking shield? like that silver and gold baby you know how many how much cheese and garlic sausage you could put on that one right and the charcuterie you could line up on that thing oh man blocks and blocks of cheese got some marble cheese on there some pickles and some crackers and some kubasa you'd impress all your guests if you had that as your charcuterie board yeah that could be a centerpiece of bologna fest no doubt i mean that guys let dogs eat shit out of the stanley cup i can have a charcuterie board off of that right i can assure you there's been worse things out of the stanley cup oh it's not gonna have to worry about that Uh, three o'clock saturday start and watch our social streams for contesting today for you to win a pair of tickets to their uh punch ticket to the semifinal saturday three that's a pender part fellas look at tony big smile brought to you by village honda new in stock inventory on the ground more arriving daily start your automotive adventures at village honda new vehicle pricing is MSRP most satisfying, really primo major scumbag Ryan Pender yeah. MSRP something like that something like that um this now it's October 11th and usually around this time of year hockey season starts yeah so for McLeod Law I went looking at uh, kind of a lot of things that have happened on this day now we usually kind of do the flames related stuff but this one in in the spirit of connor bedard making his nhl debut last night and make it getting into your first hockey game that sort of thing that's where we'll go today it is a presentation of our friends over at mcleod law peter klein and the folks over there taking care of you we can't say enough about them 
he's the go-to guy for your disability insurance claims, but also it's the, uh, I mean, he's a personal injury guy. He can do it all for you. If this long-term disability insurance company is kind of giving you the old runaround, it's like, I'm tired of these guys. I'm getting Peter Klein. And they're like, okay, whoa, hey, ho, can we talk? Yeah, so, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean the Peter Klein from McLeod Law? He will go to work. He will get you the disability benefits you paid for and that you deserve. He'll get your peace of mind back, the peace of mind that you paid for. Peter Klein, everybody over at McLeod Law, the very best, McLeod-Law.com. Now, before we roll this, I think this might be, everyone will know who this player is. Obviously, he's one of the greatest to ever play. Mm. But you, you, you may forget that this took place for Mario Lemieux, and we can take a look. So Mario Lemieux, 1984, makes Whoa. his NHL debut for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He was picked first overall at the Boston Garden. This is his first game, his first shift of the game, and upcoming, you will see the first shot on goal in his career. How does he drag out? Big wingspan. And there you go. Goalies back then, hey, Rhett? Great vertical. First game, first yeah. shift, first shot, Mario Lemieux, first NHL goal. That's hard to beat, man. That's hard to beat. Yeah, that's impressive. So, Bedard, suck it. Is that the, <laughs> that's the overall, you know. <laughs> if, if Bedard's shooting on Reggie Level and he might have had eight last night. And you know what? That's Pete Peters in net. Okay. And yeah. I remember interviewing Pete Peters one time. He's like, you know what? I've let in some of the most historic goals in hockey history. <laughs> I think he let in Wayne's 50 and 39. No he way. let in Mario Lemieux's first. Like there's just a bunch. <laughs> He's let in some of the most memorable goals ever. And it's is always that Ray Bork. That is Ray Bork. Oh, Ray getting walked. Yeah. Now, uh, in fairness to Ray, he uh, did score the game winner. Mario Lemieux had a goal and two assists in that game. They were up three to one. Bork gets the winner as the mm. Bruins win four to three. Now, funny we mentioned Ray Bork. It was on this date in 1979. Ray Bork plays his first NHL game. Goal. 79? 1979. What? He played into the 2000s. Didn't he win his cup in 2000 or oh. around then with Colorado? Yes. He played forever. Jeez. He is Honestly, you talk about defense, and maybe it's because he played in Boston for so long, so far underrated underappreciated how good he was that year he won the calder trophy i think he had 16 17 goals for nothing boston beat winnipeg shocker uh he had a goal and an assist in his first game also in 79 hartford whalers come over from the wha gordy howe plays in the nhl nine years after retiring from the nhl becomes the only player to play a league game after being inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. And he played for a long time, too. I don't know if you know that about Gordy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 1975 retro. How's this for a, a game number one for old Sasker, Brian Troche? Oh. Brian Troche, only a hat trick and two helpers in game number one. That's a Seven nothing. The, uh, the Islanders beat the LA Kings. Val Marie? Uh, yes. Yeah. Somewhere right now, Trache's got the guitar out. He's singing, having a hell of a time, entertaining some people. Uh, Luke Robitaille hit a hundred, uh, sorry, hit a thousand points on this date. Yarmer Yager played, played his first game for the Flames 
on this date in 2017. How do you not lead with that? Talk about burying the lead. Yeah, well. One of the Ray Bork stats that does him justice, because you're right, he kind of doesn't get talked about as like a top 10 to 15 player all time, and I think you mm-hmm. probably should talk about him more in that. Uh, all-time shots, number two. <laughs> what? Yeah. Shots. He had more shots than Wayne. He had more shots than Yager. He had more like a D-man, no less. And those were, much like people in Calgary will feel, uh, maybe would have had more success were it not for an Edmonton Oilers team. The Bruins probably, they were in that vortex as well because they lost to the Oilers. And when they had Mm. Neely and Wesley and Ray Bork, and those were great Boston teams then. Oates. Adam Oates. Adam Oates. Oh, sorry, guys. We're the 80s Oilers. We just don't lose very often. So there you go. Mario Lemieux, first uh, first game, first shift, first goal on this date. McLeod Law, proud of the Calgary roots that they have established, big part of their longstanding client relationships. They understand this city, the people in it, and the way things work, like the communities that they serve. The McLeod Law team is varied and diverse and share a commitment to making a positive impact on the city of Calgary. McLeod Law, our uh, events partner here at Barnburner. Yes. Good friends over at McLeod Law. We can't say enough about them. Truly, whatever, sometimes it happens. Sometimes you know what's coming. You know, like uh, if you're getting a divorce or something, it's like, oh, things are a little rocky. You know, get McLeod Law and retainer. Just have them stick to stand, stand by. Or maybe something's happened just right out of the blue and you say, geez, I need a lawyer now. <laughs> McLeod Law. I don't know why that came to mind. Everything's fine. Don't worry. How's, how's, how's the woman that you live with? Um, I don't know. You don't sure. know. Check in. It's a good thing to do. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Now we didn't really talk about this, and I don't want to throw. I don't want to do it if we're not prepared. But we generally we do some bold predictions. Yeah. Prior to the season, I see. I sense that maybe moral. <laughs> <laughs> we're the worst. If people knew, we're the worst. Warner is flying to Calgary today. Didn't know if he was eight hours Two days ago. ago. <laughs> like, I'm still not convinced that it makes any sense at it all. It doesn't. You know what? Honestly, it doesn't. Hmm. Like, it really doesn't. To come Everyone home for half. People want to see Rhett. Yeah, for half of it. And then leave to do Afterburner. If the flight. <laughs> if the flight. If the flight's on time, is my fly in for a period of hockey. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Bye, and then leave on Friday. I have a solution. We can do afterburner from Greta. It's been pitched. It's very. It's hardly a. If it it, now now again, this is an off-air conversation on air. If this is on the air or whatever, there were two things that you were weighing. It's this or it's that. It should this being Greta. Then it should be that. Well, I threw it out there. Penders is all wound up about this. The reason I'm not there today and earlier is because grandma and grandpa are here and I couldn't mm-hmm. leave. So that's the that's why the flight, I'm joining them on their flight home. Or else I would have been there earlier this week. But anyway. I could have a retro in studio on Thursday tomorrow. Yeah. That'd be For fun. W- yeah. Monday. For one day yeah. or let's let's plan stuff around the other big thing that's coming later this definitely month. not doing both
Off Pick wisely. <laughs> hey, fellas, you know what's back at the at the Greagle this year? The Halloween Howler. Ooh. Over at the Gray Eagle Event Center, get ready. Our buddies over at CJ92. I don't mind giving them boys a little bit of love. Hey, boys over there do a hell yes. of a job. Halloween Howler, Billy Talent, Gob, and the Congregation at the Event Center, October 28th, 8 p.m. You need to be 18 years of age. All right. I would think so. General admission, but you're going to have to be 18. Tickets from uh, uh, tickets, you know what? Ticketmaster. It's general admission. Just go to ticketmaster.ca for all events that are at the Great Eagle. And there are other things. Uh, Randy Bachman is coming up on Friday, I believe. Bachman from Bachman Turner Overdrive. And the guess who? Winnipeg, I represent. <laughs> this is when I would throw out something. Like, oh, yeah. Springsteen, he's great. Right. Duh, duh. And, uh, Randy Bachman from Randy, the, of course, from the Beatles. Uh, Randy Bachman be and Pete Townsend from the Who. Oh, it's the oh, guess who you So the Halloween Howler, it's a hit every year. It's it's legendary. Get your tickets, ticketmaster.ca, like all events at the Greagle. Good times to be had by all. So there you go. Yeah. Dressing up makes a party better. Pretty much undefeated. Dress up parties, Rhett. We'll drink? have some we'll have some tickets to give away. That's see, that's another one. Yeah, that's a toga party because everyone's just sick of them after a few hours. Romans got to throw down. Ticketmaster.ca, right? Yeah, Ticketmaster. That's what I'm checking right yeah. now. So, are you coming? Or are you staying? Mm -hmm. It's the day before the other thing. Mm -hmm. Let's take a look at our Betway bets. Hey, Betway, get that Betway app in your phone. Bet the responsible way with Betway. I love my Betway app. It's a part of my Sundays. Now it's full. I mean, it's full on. Hockey season is ready. They've got. You can go in and you can do the hunting. And for some people, say, "Well, I don't. I don't know." There's all kinds of options in there. You go. To I the saw Betway Carolina app. plus two fifty to win the Metro. <sighs> I'm like spoiler. Uh, I like Carolina. I like. How could you not? Every year for five, they've been excellent. Like their coach. That's like more than team. triple your money. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, I could start us off if you'd like with our fire away, buddy. Uh, Hit lead off. And again, I I went in, found one that I liked, and then uh, found another one that was already built. The Jets are playing. The, the WPJs yeah. are at the CGYs. Oh, boy. <laughs> Over one and a half power play goals. This is combined. This is for the game. You mentioned the Kyle Connor stat earlier. He scores. Yep. He does. I think these two teams will combine for two or more power play goals. Three, okay. Plus one forty. I think it might be a Connor goal on the one side and a Matt Coronado power play goal on oh, the other side. You are singing from the same hymn book, fella. I like That's what that I'm feeling. Talk about your other one. And then uh, the other one. It's it's kind of is listed here as a parlay. It's it's the same bet. Yep. There's one bet. You don't need to combine it's a special. them. Special. It's a special. Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid. Both to score one or more goals plus two hundred. Be rude if they didn't. That's pretty good plus money for Triple guys. Your that money, are yeah. Pretty good, notable goal scorers and superstars in the NHL. 
pugilists. So I that's that's right. No. Yeah. They are plus money on both of my bets. Those are my betway bets of the day. All right. I've uh, I got some of the similar vibes. We noted the Cal Connor stat. The number isn't oh. great, but like you got it. That's not chase. bad. That's <laughs> not bad. He he would be the guy, right? Who who's going to lead the the Jets in goals this year? Yeah, it's probably right? him. It's probably uh, him. And it's not that he's not a goal scorer. Like he's a guy that you think can get to 40 if he has a good year. It's just that if you start extrapolating plus 40, it's like they're they're basically saying he's going to score 70, but it's also opening night. He always scores opening night. So it's his thing. Yeah. So plus 140, we're going to keep his streak alive. It'd be six years in a row. He scores in the opener if he gets one tonight. So we're going to stick with Connor on that one. Thanks and for the first, karma, by the way. Yeah. Great, great karma. Yeah. Matt Coronado, first goal of the game. Check out this big game hunting. Whoa, plus 2,200. Hey, Rook, Mario. have a hot start, would you? Maybe Neil Pionk hooks someone down in the opening shift. Power play gets out. Savvy's got those guys cooking. Right shot Coronado. Zing, 22 to 1. Savvy. Love that. Everybody loves Savvy, eh? Everyone's excited. jokes, keeping it loose around there. It was sure. not loose last year. No, it was not Too loose. loose. Soon lose a couple games, it's too loose. You know what? They're having too much fun. They're not taking it serious. Throwing around all the time. (laughs) There you see it. 19 or over in Ontario. Bet the responsible way with Betway. Our buddies at Betway. Taking care of you, taking care of us. Awesome. It's it's so great. This is a great time of year. Obviously, now the hockey's in, playoff baseball. NFL is in full swing. Mm. NBA, it's rolling too here. My bells are ringing. Yeah, baby. Yeah, and you can see CFL playoffs pretty quick here. Mm. Stamps and uh, yeah. your boys with a big one retro this weekend. It's they actually like made the, you, the Bills. They actually could make the playoffs. How bad is this league? If you could go like five and twelve, I, Ryan. I Ryan. heard a word about either of those teams. I thought they. I know that's what I mean. Not. They're like lost seasons. Oh, they're gonna get in. There's no need to speak disparagingly about. The Canadian Football League. It's not necessary. Love the players. Love the game. Love better. Don't need five, six win seasons. I think that should be a goal for us. We're heading into season number two of Barnburner. Mm. Let's really ramp up the positivity. Let's really, Ram- let's really bring it up. We'll, we'll leave that in your court there. Yes, a glass half full. Uh huh. <laughs> let's really try for a change to you know enjoy ourselves. Some levity. Yeah. Well, you know what we need? If we need levity, we're, it's what we're missing from the old shop. We need the sound effects. If we have that, then we've got levity. Until we solve that problem. Oh, my God. I got <laughs> I got hey, You're boring, yeah. everybody. It's, see, it's, uh, levity isn't right. Let's just have some positive energy. People that, that watch the show that come here, it's like, you know what? I, those guys are having such a great time. They clearly get along. They're good buddies. Oh, yeah, they're, they're talking really about good sports. Yeah. Um, they they definitely hang out together the when time. they're not doing that show. They really kind of boost my spirits. My day gets a bit of a jolt in the upward direction because of Barber. There you go. It's a great day for hockey. Hey. It's in Badger Bob right in the comments there. Get your helmet on. It's a great yeah. day for hockey. Yeah. And your jersey. Tomorrow on the program, it's Thursday. Don't know where Rhett will be, but we will have Ask Rhett. I'll be somewhere. <laughs> Rhett will be somewhere and fielding your questions. If you have a question that you would like Rhett Warner to answer, then you can email the show at the email address, askrhett at flamesnation.ca.
That's Askret at flamesnation.ca, a presentation of Bonton Meat Market, Calgary tradition since 1921. It is Bonton season, eh? Oh, big time. Yeah. I was thinking of just going and say, you know what? Uh, hook me up with some part of a cow. I don't know, half, quarter, <laughs> front half, back half. I don't know. But it's time to just, I'm going to go into my freezer. I'm going to take everything out. And I'm not putting any of it back in. I'm going to defrost it and just start fresh and only put some some beef in there from Bonton and some poultry perhaps as well. Get ready for the winter, man. What do you, you've done that before. Or do you just kind of, you don't specify I need a quarter. It's just, I need roasts. I want steaks. I want. Uh, I've done both with Greg, but typically I order just, I know exactly what I want. Yeah. Ribeyes, fillets, <laughs> chicken, baby backs, a couple briskets, a couple baby chuck backers. roasts. I know, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta break down. Yeah. Some beef cheeks. <laughs> okay. He has an order. Remember last year we unveiled his order? Yeah, it was special. Man's I'm a weapon. Starving. I'm starving. Yeah, me too. It's a rainy day here in Calgary. What would you what would it's you do for, with Bonton? Rainy weather. Sharp. Soup? Gotta soup day? Soup. soup would be good. You should have yeah. carcass left over from the weekend. So you oh, should I have do. perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Today's gravy kinda, left over. Kind of busy. Got some stuff to do later. You know, turkey gravy bun today, Dino. I've had a lot. I've had a lot of them. I'm out the uh, the white buns. I fired some over to my nephew, as I told you, and the rest of them they uh, they were quick. Hot ticket devoured. Hot ticket is right. Gosh, I love food. Yeah. So hungry right so now. Positive. So See, positive. See how positive you are. So great topics. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, email the show askret at flamesnation.ca. We'll do askret tomorrow. Any predictions before we uh say hello to our Nick Ledgerwood of the of Cavalry FC? Any you know, thoughts? I don't have a prediction, I have a request. Please, 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 gods of hockey, don't let us have to go through another POS season like we did last year. That was an absolutely miserable death march. Anything else, please? Anything, please, please, please. That's it. I'll, my ask would be what you just said, that positivity you talked about for us. Send that down to the dome. Yeah. So be positive and show up and try. Oh, I think it's brimming over there. I really well, haven't yeah. lost a game yet. Yeah, if they could it stay is, into yeah. the season, that'd be key. They are no yeah. different than any other team in the league, maybe aside from Pittsburgh today. That's <laughs> true. Everyone else, yeah. there are That's 31 other teams still. Yeah. positive so i want the positivity throughout the year because that really was what happened last year we were doing okay. uh, and we'll talk about afterburner good uh in the comments while she was asking um it was us doing either this show or afterburner our post-game show and trying to fight full-on negativity and just despair and but everybody else a hey a spade a spade hey right? man mathematics the, they, they can still make a math it's like, yes I think but i just watched them lose to st louis who has no business being in the same rink they blew a two-goal lead in the third oh they lost to chicago again um chicago is the lowest score in the team and they're averaging four a game against the flames like oh my god don't make us do that again please 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 because we did the are is there a chance well you know what there's maybe a chance. And the next game, they mm. may as well have been wearing snowshoes. You said it the other day. Shit. 
it, they won in Dallas in dramatic fashion. They mm-hmm. had to play a, a back-to-back on the road with no rest in Minnesota the next night. They get a goal called back in overtime and then win it in the shootout, a rare post-regulation win for four points in two nights on the road. They come home to face the lowly Ducks, and you may as well have taken a dump at center ice. It was embarrassing, just when you thought they were back in. Yeah. Ducks. All season. The, the Ducks. Ducks. Yes. The bleeping Ducks. Kessler. He got us again. It wasn't Kessler. It wasn't, it wasn't but it, but It's it always wasn't Kessler. Perry. It wasn't Jaguar. It's that jersey. It's that Ducks jersey. PTS. Corey Perry oh. got down. Uh, and Perry's not even playing there anymore. Perry screwed us. So, yes. Well, uh, Afterburner. Now, we kicked it into gear about halfway through last year. Afterburner is our post-game show. After every Flames yeah. game, you can come to our YouTube channel, and we will have some post-game reaction for you. So it's ter- serving two purposes. If you want to watch live and take in some post-game, you can do that. Or by all means, download the podcast on your phone or however you do it, wherever you get your podcast, and you listen sure. to it in your car, your vehicle, on the way, maybe in your headphones, on the bus, whatever you're doing. It's there for you. Fresh Afterburner slash Barnburner content for you for the ride to work the next day. So that's how that's going. We all eighty two games tonight. We got a weekend crew that's going to be kicking some serious butt on uh, Friday and Saturday nights. Excited to unveil them later on, and it'll be at least one of us dopes on, uh, and probably two of us dopes school nights. All eighty two. That's right. Love it. Got the Origin boys over your shoulder there. Origin Brewing, it's they're on there. board. No, no. Here. Look, yeah, right, right there. there, right there, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. And here, yeah, there they are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers to the game. <laughs> solid. If they win, I might I might give them a 23 beer. I was going to say, go, if the wins start happening, it's, we're going to have to be stocking that sucker up. It's far too uh, convenient for you there. Enjoy the game. We'll be back tomorrow in some way, shape, or form. We'd love to see you, Greta, tonight. Please Greta. do. It's an amazing deal. You're giving money to charity. You're getting 30 bucks in arcade money for 20 bucks. You're also getting a swag bag with some Flames Nation gear and uh, food and drink discounts to watch the game. Yeah, they got some specials going tonight. The atmosphere is awesome. And especially if you've either never heard of Greta or you've heard of Greta and never been, it's it's kind of its own thing. There's nothing quite like Greta. Um, You should definitely come by. Buy tickets at Nation Gear or show up, right? Yeah. You're going to be able to show up and uh, and take part in what 20 bucks. 213 10th Avenue Southwest is the location of Greta. We'll see you tonight. We'll see you tomorrow. Pinder, a little uh, get together here with Nick Ledgerwood. Oh, Nicky Ledgerwood. Is Earlier he, this morning. Is he Scottish or? He's Canadian. Right. Played for Canada 50 times. Here he is. Earlier this morning. See you tomorrow. What a season it's been for Cavalry FC. Lucky to be joined here by the assistant coach and community manager, former player, and a man who's played for Canada 50 times, Nick Ledgerwood. Buddy, congrats. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you. Uh, I guess uh, we'll rewind a little and we'll look forward. It's a huge game this weekend against Forge, yeah. your, your greatest rival over the five yeah. years of this league, yeah. and we'll get to that. But I believe uh, you're sort of new to the not playing and coaching side. What has this season particularly been like? Because you guys have been knocking on the door, it seems like, every year for five. And finally, yeah, uh, there wasn't a shield year one. You would have yeah. had it. But uh, you win the regular season, and it feels like uh, Calvary's playing the best football of the, of the last half decade. Yeah, 100%. And it's been uh, – yeah, it's kind of been a weird feeling in that I'm not on the field. I'm not on the pitch. I don't have direct impact on – what's happening as far as the outcome on the field, but 
you know, it's a strange feeling in the last two years, I've almost felt like I've taken these big strides in, in becoming a coach and a mentor to some of these players. And you actually have more of an impact on a bigger group of players than, sure. than you did just being a captain or on the field. And, uh, you know, I'm starting to really relish in that role of, of helping out a group instead of, you know, maybe the one or two players around me on the field. Sure. Uh, okay. So take us back to the scenes on Saturday. Wild. Uh, it was a great, it was a beautiful day. Yeah. I don't know that, yeah. you know, you get uh, late September, early October, you get many days like that, but it was a gorgeous day. Felt like if you're wearing pants, it was too hot for pants. What are you doing wearing pants? <laughs> uh, and you guys do beat Pacific resoundingly three 0 I believe. Yeah. And then you get to raise the shield with your fans on the field. So walk me through the emotions of that because it has been five years and you were with Tommy before this even started yeah back on the P- PDL yeah, side. and, and like, it was all a, a journey it was all a vision in the beginning and and you know I came to Calgary into the CPL on a vision and yeah. that's what Tommy kind of sold me on is this vision of what the CPL and what Calgary Spruce Meadows at Cofield could be yeah and it was just a vision at that point and it's crazy that in such you know a short time five years two years of that being a pandemic uh, what we've actually achieved in this, in this city. And I think that goes overlooked a lot of the times, especially now that we've lifted the shield. I think everything behind the scenes still goes overlooked in, you know, what we do on the community side of it, as far as kids and camps, what we do with our ID programs. Uh, This is the first year we traveled up to Edmonton to do a camp. We did a camp in Red Deer and Banff. I mean, we're, we're growing and it's it's massive and you know to to say that within five years we've already put something in our trophy trophy cabinet is is massive yeah and to do it on like you said a night like that it was almost a majestic type feel to it late in the evening uh, first week in october 24 above it was unbelievable crowd big crowd it was packed uh you know all the kids and fans running on the field afterwards it was one of those things that you know, I'm glad so many people took pictures and videos of. Yeah. Because they're going to be memories forever. Yeah, fair. So the regular season title had been wrapped up for a while, but you, raising it was a big thing. And I love that you went out on a winning note in the regular yeah. season. You didn't need to, but you did yeah. win your last two at home. And that has you in great form. Longest uh, undefeated run of the season for anyone in the CPL. I think you're at eight games without yeah. a loss. Uh, and into playoffs this weekend against Forge. The stinking rivals from Hamilton. <laughs> it, it feels like if you have yeah. to do it, of course you have to go through Forge. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you couldn't have written it any better way uh, than to go through Forge. And it's, it's, it's what we want. It's what the boys want. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, you want to lift that second cup. You got you to gotta beat, you know, the reigning champions. You yeah. got to do it, right? And, and they've, they've lifted it three times. So now, now it's our turn, and the boys got a little taste of champagne in their mouth, and yeah. I'm telling you, they love it. Um, and the the biggest thing for me about this team, uh, a testament to this team, is like you said, we've already we already won the regular season, but we went out and we put an absolutely dominating performance on in our last game in front of our fans. We didn't have in, to in a big a big game for big Pacific. Game. Yeah, it, it was a massive. Pacific had to win for seeding, right? Yeah. So it wasn't like their season was done. But I think that just shows the character and the mentality of this group this year. And it's been unbelievable. Yeah. 3 p.m. Saturday, Echo Field at Spruce Meadows, Calvary Forge. This is interesting. The playoff has changed a bunch. The trophies have changed. What gets rewarded and what doesn't has changed. It's the, the, years, the league's five years old, and there's been two that have been affected by a pandemic. I get it. Regular season title has been won. 
There is a five-team playoff, and you guys are the one seeds. You can lose and still be in this tournament, or you can win and jump right to a semifinal. Uh, what do you think of the format? Yeah, it's grown on me. Um, when I when it first came out, I was like, really? We're doing this? Um, but it's grown on me, and I think it's grown on me because of of what we're doing in this country for for soccer and the growth of it. It's, it's given now five teams a, a bite at the cherry mm-hmm. uh which is a little bit more it keeps more fans engaged uh there's more home teams or home games sorry for sure. for those teams uh and the first place gets rewarded with another bite at the cherry yeah uh with it um so i like it i like the you know the nuances in it um i like that the first team gets rewarded a little heavier mm-hmm. uh fourth and fifth they got to go through the gauntlet pretty yeah. much to yeah. to win it so I don't mind it. I don't mm. mind it. We'll see how it kind of pans out. I'll tell you in two weeks if I sure. really like it. Yeah. <laughs> You're chasing the devil, and yeah. I, that yeah. would be something magical. It would be the first ever because no, there hasn't been a regular season shield yeah. until this year, which I think was good that they did. Um, it also has already got your ticket punched to the CONCACAF Champions League or whatever it's going to be called, essentially yeah. North America, Central America, and the Caribbean. All the teams of all these national leagues that are at the very top of the table, one, two, three, four, whatever it is, MLS teams, Mexican teams, you know, Canadian teams from the CPL will be competing in a tournament that starts next winter. How excited are the fellas for that when that was secured? I mean, that's the same tournament that Lionel Messi is going to be. Yeah, and I think that was that, that was the biggest thing. That was uh, that was our goal at the beginning of the year is to punch our ticket in in this CONCACAF Champions League. Um, because I, th- I think it does really set you apart from, from the rest. Yeah. You know, this is the one that says, you know, you are one of the top teams in Canada. You're going to face the top teams in the U S in Mexico, Costa Rica, Jamaica, Caribbean, mm-hmm. you know, we have the potential and, and some of the guys joke about it, but it's actually a, actually a real potential to host a team like inter Miami, mm-hmm. who obviously Messi. with Messi right now, but even, more historic teams like Cruz Azul, Club America, Monterrey. Yeah. Some of these very big Mexican clubs that have gone on to one, you know, the the Club World Championships. We could teams potentially that, host play it as Tech, them, uh, Azteca Stadium. People. Yeah. yeah, like uh, when I sit back and realize that we could actually bring one of those teams to, to Calgary for a competitive match, not a friendly match, because yeah. there's always been talk about bringing a big team here for a friendly competition. No, this is this is part of a tournament, yeah. you know, something where we belong in now. Incredible. That's uh, it's quite a season. Take me back to five ties in a row out of the gate. I know <laughs> it must've felt like the the walls were caving in on, on the coaching staff. There's a lot of pressure to win. Yeah. There'd been a lot of close, but not quite a trophy looking back. You must laugh, but that had to have been a tense moment for yourself, Tommy and the rest of the team. Yeah, it was, it was a, it was a test. It was a test to us as a coaching staff and, you know, Back then, we kind of joked and not joked about it, but being like, you know, whew, you know, uh, Miss Southern might come knocking on the door here pretty soon mm. if we don't if we don't get put a W up. But what what I thought was unbelievable from the coaching staff, Leon, Tommy, um, you know, was we rallied together and just said, you know, do we really believe in in what we're coaching the kids? Do we really believe in the system? Yeah. Do we really believe in the tactics? And the answers were always yes. So for me, it was all about giving giving the team a little bit more time to build that foundation and trust within the system. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what it was. Uh, you know, after the after the five ties, you know, we got we got a win, and then all of a sudden you could start seeing these little things click within the team. Mm-hmm. 
And you could see that the foundation was built. And then we could add those nuances in what Tommy's been so great with in the tactical nuances throughout the game or, you know, switching how he likes to play a little bit, depending on the team. But everybody bought into it. Everybody was on the same page yeah. and everybody believed in the end process of it. I love that. Uh, it's this weekend. Tickets are already moving well, yeah. I imagine. It's been great crowds all year. I've been really impressed with that, yeah. given that, you know, you did lose two years for the pandemic. You wonder how are the fans going to come back? It's been yeah. a banner season uh, in CPL's history for attendance and what this club's done. Mm -hmm. uh, we're also going to give away a few pairs. So here's the drill. Get on social media, Instagram or Twitter on our Flames Nation handle and look for our contesting tag two pals you want to take and uh, excuse me, tag a pal you're going to take. It'll be two tickets, a few sets, a few pairs will be giving away and you can be uh, this Saturday, 3 p.m. at Echo Field to watch Cavalry Face Forge. Nick, thanks so much for being awesome. here. Congrats on a great yeah, year so far. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the time. Thanks, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.